All right, welcome back to Dad Bod Walking, where we go for a walk, have a chat with my old mate Lynn, my business partner and resident wellness guru. And then we go through a bunch of things that are really applicable to Dad Bods, and the feedback from the uh, podcast has been great. So thanks, guys, for the feedback. We'll keep doing this for as long as we can walk until we're old and fucked and can't walk anymore. Today is a really interesting one because it's one of the things that a lot of guys ask about, and there's been a lot of bullshit myths and a lot of um, misinformation around the substance that we all know and love as coffee and what what does coffee do to our bodies and is it a good thing or a bad thing and more specifically not whether you like it or dislike it but if you're on a dad bod journey if you're trying to lose weight tone up get fit improve your sleep improve your improve your movement all that stuff is there any reason why you should change your coffee habits what does it actually do and should we modify that to improve because there'd be nothing worse than eating well sleeping well moving well and then finding you fucked everything up because your coffee was wrong that would be quite disappointing so i love coffee i'm a big huge 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 fan of coffee in fact lynn and i did a bit of a trial where we did went cold turkey for a week just to see what happened and i really didn't enjoy it i've always been a coffee fan but now i understand when to have it how to have it makes a lot more sense oh just tripped over something on the path there interesting all right so Lino while I repair my injuries <laughs> tell us about coffee first of all can you tell us about the effect of coffee on the body and then maybe some recommendations for the boys yeah and uh, we're not going to polarize anyone on this one because look everybody's got a position on coffee and that's the first thing that I want to say if you want to verify some of what I'm about to talk about on the technical side you can verify it but you can also find opinions that go in absolutely every direction because coffee has got a really good side to it and it's got a dark side so it doesn't matter which side of the fence you sit on this one whether you vehemently defend coffee and all its benefits or whether you think it's the devil's drink and you'll find evidence to support your claims so what i'm going to try and do is give you a balanced view Um, on coffee on the things that it does particularly some of the effects that caffeine have on the body so you can make up your own mind where it fits in your wellness journey so the first thing is um, in terms of coffee coffee is a performance aid or should i technically say caffeine has long been used as a performance aid Um, so if you're about to go and run a hundred meter race it's the thing where you can have a shot of coffee beforehand or some um, you know, sports drink or product that contains caffeine and it will give you a boost. And what it does is it basically gives you a quick burst of adrenaline and adrenaline is that thing as we know which has been is our inbuilt mechanism, our evolutionary mechanism that allowed us to fight or flight. So, you know, we could fight the neighbouring tribes or we could run away from the tiger. Um, But it was a thing that would shift all of the um, blood that was moving around our body. It shifted out of the the core. Um, Sorry, it shifted into the core. It would um, basically give us a boost of energy through the insulin that it would release. And it would prepare us to run or stand ground and fight so when you're running a hundred meter race you stood at the start you get a boost of adrenaline so you're going to be able to harness that in a very short um, race you're going to be able to run that a little bit faster get a bit better performance 
you're also going to be able to shunt blood where it needs to go and you're going to get the burst of insulin as i said which is going to give you energy so it'll give you that little bit of an edge when you run your race so there's plenty of studies been done on that so if you're a 100 meter runner fantastic use coffee use caffeine before your race don't have too many otherwise it might have you on the bathroom on the on the toilet pre-race as well the other things that coffee does is it tends to in very high doses or taken very frequently it tends to build up a level of anxiety and again it does that through the action of cortisol so coffee caffeine in particular raises that cortisol as I just mentioned it raises the insulin and when you are a let's say a chronic coffee drinker maybe you're fatigued a lot you need it to get through your day you have a bunch of boring meetings whatever it is when you reach for the coffee if you have a lot of cups of coffee and I'm talking five six seven eight nine ten cups of coffee a day caffeinated coffee then it's going to keep your cortisol elevated it's going to um, give you eventually the coffee jitters and some feelings of anxiety now I know you blokes don't often admit to having anxiety but I know some of you will have experienced this you'll have had the heart palpitations you'll have written it off and said I'm fine I'm fine could just be coffee that's causing it the other thing that it does that elevated cortisol is going to affect your sleep because remember in our previous episode where we talked about cortisol and we talked about sleep what we said is that you need your cortisol to be high on the morning so you need your cortisol to come up to wake you up get you up give you the get up and go give you the productivity to get through your day most men find that in the afternoon their cortisol has dropped off that's natural that's what's meant to happen it drops off until the evening and in the evening it's it's at its lowest point which allows you to sleep because melatonin the sleep hormone is then produced now if you are drinking coffee all day and particularly after one o'clock in the afternoon you're drinking caffeinated coffee what's going to happen is you're going to keep your cortisol high It's not going to drop off into the evening, so you're not going to get good restorative sleep and your melatonin can't be produced when there's cortisol present. So you don't get enough of your own melatonin and you tend to find that first of all you don't sleep, your sleep goes to shit, or you sleep but it's not a deep restorative sleep and because you're not getting melatonin you're much more at risk of all of the diseases of society because melatonin is not just the sleep hormone it's actually one of the biggest antioxidants in the body and it's fighting disease constantly the other dark side of cortisol uh, sorry of caffeine is that it raises triglycerides Um, now triglycerides i'm not going to get into the technical detail but when you go to the doctor for your annual checkup and he draws your blood he looks at things like your cholesterol levels and we now know elevated cholesterol it's in, in itself is not bad we need cholesterol to function we need cholesterol as the building block for many of our hormones including testosterone so elevated cholesterol not a problem unless the ratios are wrong but triglycerides are a different beast if you've got elevated triglycerides and particularly certain triglycerides then that can put you at risk of coronary heart disease Um, now my dad died age 50 of a massive heart attack one night i don't want any of you to go in the middle of the night in that way so don't be you know at risk of going before your time from a heart attack think about your triglyceride levels and if you don't get them checked go and get them checked so 
It's a lot of noise there and I just want to summarise it back to a few really simple points and things for you to think about. Tip number one, when you have your first coffee on a morning because you've got out of bed and you're shattered or you've had a big night the night before, don't reach for coffee straight away because you've already got high cortisol. If you down a cup of coffee, you're not going to get the benefit of the coffee anyway because your cortisol's high and you're actually going to have a double whammy of cortisol and you're going to raise it to a high level which will lead to a crash later on. So wait 90 minutes after getting up for the best bang for your buck when it comes to your cup of joe. So wait 90 minutes for your first coffee. Second thing is try not to have caffeinated coffee after one o'clock because caffeinated coffee after one o'clock is going to affect your sleep. And then the third thing is try not to reach for coffee late afternoon. Instead of coffee, instead of caffeinated coffee at four o'clock when you're feeling the energy slump, have a nice fatty snack with protein. That's going to give you the energy that your body's looking for without the downsides. And I've got a really big kicker here at the end, so I'm hoping you've stayed to the end and listened to all my noise. Cortisol packs on belly fat and prevents weight loss. So if you have a dad bod and you've got a gut that you're trying to ditch, then think about how much coffee you are having because it could be elevating your cortisol. That could be actually increasing your gut, increasing your risk for things like heart attacks, as I said, and stopping you getting the body that you're looking for. Beautiful, so lots of really good tips there and it's it's quite fascinating when you're a coffee head like I was when I started this journey and I used to live constantly on coffee, you start to understand how addictive the stuff is. So as Lynn said, if you start to modify your coffee habits, you can expect a bit of kickback from the body. The body's going to go fuck you because it is addicted to caffeine or it has some level of addiction. And also your mind is also heavily attached to the effects of coffee. So you're looking forward in your mind to the afternoon kick from your caffeine. You start removing that and it's going to start to tell you that you're not feeling as energetic. So there's a, there's a bunch of things to go through. What I can tell you from my personal experience is waiting 90 minutes in the morning absolutely works. That first coffee hits the spot and gives you the energy. Second thing for me is the afternoon. I used to finish the afternoon bored out of my fucking tree, looking for the coffee, and then often the coffee led to the sweet shit treats. Now I still have the coffee, but it's decaf coffee. And for those out there who go, it's not the same. Well, fuck off, it is the same. These days, decaf coffee and caffeinated coffee is made to taste very, very similar, and you have to be really fucking clever to be able to tell the difference. You can get some excellent decaf coffees. In the afternoon hours, I still have my bulletproof coffee. I still have my fats. I might have some cheese. I might have some nuts, but I have a decaf coffee. And because of the half-life of the caffeine in coffee, because it means after 1 o'clock in the afternoon, if you've got caffeine in the system, it's still going to be there when you go to bed at 10 p.m. If you work on not having caffeinated coffee after 1 o'clock, you'll feel a significant benefit in your sleep side. So... Coffee is in, but modify the usage, otherwise it's going to kill you. Then it's going to put fat on your dead belly, and you're not going to enjoy life very well. So, enjoy. Thank you for joining us on Dead Bod Walking, and we'll see you very soon.